Hello and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Valentine's Day. Love is in the air, so let's show some of that love to the great sports of Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Flyers are 10-1-1 in their last 12 games, and it's absolutely awesome to watch. The Sixers pick up a big win right before the All-Star break, and a former almost world champions are about to start up their league. All this and more on this week's episode of The Orange Line. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so glad to be here. I, I was on vacation, and if I'm sounding a little rough right now, I think I had too good of a time. I'm a little partied out. <laughs> I, I say partied out. I think I just got a little sick. I was in Florida, so it was really, really disorienting going from hot to cold, um, and I'm just giving myself excuses. But one team that doesn't really have too many excuses for how bad, good, the Flyers are playing well right now. They're 10-1-1, like I said, at the start in their last 12 games, and it's absolutely incredible to watch. Carter Hart is, uh, I believe, 8-1 and in that span, which is incredible. The only loss coming uh, this past Monday to the worst team in the world, a bunch of flightless birds, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now, during this game, I was live-tweeting, and... Uh, my opinion was pretty much this. Um, it really seems like the refs don't want us to win anymore. How was how was our first goal of the game not called a goal? It it still blows my mind, and I don't want to harp on it too long because realistically, we played an all right game. We just couldn't get anything past Matt Murray, and that's I don't know. I it pisses me off that we're not able to score on Matt Murray, who I think is so much of an overrated goalie. But other than that, uh, the Flyers ended up picking up a win the night after to the uh, Minnesota Wild. Um, I believe it was five to four comeback win. We were down three to one again. The refs tried to screw us uh, with a absolutely preposterous. Uh, high-sticking double minor that was called at the end of the second, and it, it, it blows my mind that they can get a call that wrong. And I, I always want to give the refs the benefit of the doubt. They, they're, they're making calls on the fly as it's happening. They don't have a way of looking at replay as it's going on. So, you know, I, I always try to just be like, eh, I don't know, maybe there's something. But there was, there was absolutely nothing there for that call. Like I said, though, thankfully, the uh, the Flyers were able to turn that around and uh, pick up the come-from-behind uh, victory. <laughs> I was going to say winningness or something like that. Um, picking up the win, 5-4, to four, and uh, they've been looking very nice recently. That's, that's one of my favorite things right now, is being able to look at uh, NHL tweets and looking at different... Uh, you know, columns and, and different stories and being like, 
the NHL's hottest team in the Philadelphia Flyers, and having that be unironic, having that just actually be a fact, is so awesome. We, we've been incredible recently. Um, we are currently sitting at 59 points, 8 behind uh, the Penguins, sadly. Uh, so we do need to pick that up. And, like I said the last time the Flyers played the Penguins, I'm going to be talking about the Road to the Stadium series. Probably my most anticipated game of the year. I've made plans for this game so long ago. I am beyond excited. And the fact that the Penguins won in Philadelphia, I'm not going to say it's a good thing. I'm just going to say that I think it can actually play into the hands of the Flyers. And here's here's why I'm thinking this. We're, we're going to go in against a team that's above us, a team that everyone thinks is so good, and a team that just beat us at home. And we're going to come out like, yeah, well, we're the Flyers, motherfucker. And we're not going to let you do that twice, especially on our big day. You got the win in stupid Heinz Stadium two years ago. We're not going to let you walk away with a win from this one. We need to even up the Stadium Series series just so that way it convinces the NHL to be like, I guess we're going to have to do a Winter Classic. All I'm saying is the story writes itself. There's nothing else that needs to happen except for the Flyers to win. The Flyers should always win, first off, but in this case, they really, really, really always should win. <clears throat> um, But yeah, they've actually been playing really well. Uh, and I, I remember I was being very hopeful going into uh, the break last week, and... I was I was kind of skeptical as well. I kind of thought that this team might not be able to carry it all the way through. They might not be able to, you know, have a, a real big streak. I mean, I was, I was amazed at six games. So if there was anything more that ended up happening, I was like, oh, damn. Like, Flyers are actually putting in work. And obviously they are because uh, having a 10-game point streak you know, being 10-1-1 in 12 games is is absolutely incredible. It's something that I didn't think this team would do at the beginning of the season, and I absolutely didn't think this team would do at the end of December, the beginning of January. Um, so I'm genuinely surprised by this team, and it's it's making me feel even better for being that hopeful person who's like, maybe they can, maybe they can do it, we, you know. The, the the Flyers will get to that, that, you know, last playoff position. And, boy, do I hope so. Um, just because, like, this, this, this team is so much fun to watch now. And that's become, like, a big factor to me is if I'm actually going to watch the games. And, I mean, after they did what they did to, who was it, the Ducks? where they, they absolutely went off in in the first period. What was it? It was it four to one in the first period? You guys are gonna kill me. Um I'm looking back in the schedule right now. Yeah, it was the Ducks. And watching them just be able to skate around the team, it made me feel so, so good. 
Just because it's like, yeah, there's the potential that I saw this team having, you know, forever ago. So I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm glad that this team is starting to flourish. I think they're finally connecting, which is something that I've said since the beginning of the season. But I also think that, you know, there's still more room to improve. We're going to to be heading into the uh, the trade deadline, and hopefully that'll mean that a few uh, pieces get moved. I I know that people have been talking about getting rid of Simmons, which I'm not sure is the best idea considering how well the team is clicking. But I also think that it would be a smart idea considering the future of this team. Uh, people have thrown around the idea of Jake Voracek as well, which would be neat, I guess. Uh, like, he, he's been not my favorite person this season. And it sucks because I have a jersey of him. And, uh, you know, if I have a jersey, I kind of want that person to, to succeed. Um... But uh, no, realistically, he's he's he just hasn't been playing very Jake Voracek esque all season. Lately, he's uh, he's been doing very well. He he was uh, quoted as one of the players who every time he has the puck, you don't really know what's going to happen. But it seems like that's a good thing. Uh, so I I hope that's a trend for for the rest of the season. But if moving him would be the smarter idea, I think. It's something we should consider. And as for other players, I've I've seen uh, Gudis being ideated around. I won't say shopped around. Uh, the same thing with uh, Michael Roffel, which I I don't see why not. I think they've both played all right enough. Gudis more so, uh, but I think that raises Gudis's stock as trade. Um, and I think that's a better thing to do than to keep him long-term. But that's just my opinion. What is yours? Who should the Flyers get rid of? Who, uh, who, 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 uh, should the Flyers go after? Should the Flyers even do anything? Let me know. Feel free to tweet at me. Um, because it's, it's, it's something that has a lot of ideas around it. Um... As for other things that have a lot of ideas around it, that's a horrible segue. But uh, the Sixers picked up a win last night. They uh, were able to beat the uh, New York Knicks 126 to 111. Uh, again, if you follow me on Twitter, you would have seen me live tweet this game. And uh, <laughs> upon halfway through the game, I was told the, the Knicks are a really bad team. Which, looking at their record right now at ten and forty-seven, uh, kind of makes sense. <clears throat> and so, uh, it was it, it was really fun being able to sit there and watch the Sixers beat up on a team pretty much, uh, just because it, you definitely don't get that with the Flyers. So it was it was a different kind of enjoyment, I'll say. The 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 Sixers. Seemed like they were having fun, which made it more fun to watch. And it's it's not like it, it was a struggle, like, oh, here they go again. You know, the Flyers are down 3-1, to one, and, you know, they're not going to be able to come back. Which they were able to do against the Wild, but uh, 
that that hasn't really been the uh the story for the whole team so far this season. As I'm looking right now, the Sixers are 37-21 and they're fifth in the Eastern Conference. They're going in to the All-Star break, I believe. Joel Embiid second and uh and I believe Ben Simmons first. Good for both of them. Uh absolutely all-stars in uh in my mind. Uh but I I think it's it's going to be fun going into the the last third of this season because I'm able to watch this team now and I'm able to focus up on them a little bit. And so far I I really enjoy it. I think this team is fun. They seem really good. And talking to a few of my friends who know more about basketball uh, than I do, um, apparently the Sixers are supposed to be, like, insane. One of my friends quoted is is saying that they're a team that should be unbeatable, and the only reason he thinks they're not is uh, because of all the, the personalities on the team, and a lot of people don't necessarily agree with one another. And... Uh, I won't say I don't know how true that is, but I don't know how true that is. Only because last night, it seemed like everything was gelling. Maybe that's just the Knicks. Maybe that's just, you know, the team of pairs of pants. Uh, you know, knickerbockers. <laughs> uh, but I think uh, the, the, the team played well. It seemed like everyone was gelling. Uh, and everyone seems like they're having fun. Maybe that's just basketball. Maybe I'm just super late to the curve, uh, or, or whatever the saying is. But I, uh, I, I don't see necessarily what the problem is. I've only watched a, a handful of games this season, so, uh, I'm, I'm not fully up to date, but I'm gonna do my best to stay as up to date as I can over this, uh, this NBA All-Star break, I'm going to be learning up, knowing everything that I can about who and what, and uh, figure out what's important. Um, one thing that seemed important, though, last night was Tobias Harris. He uh, he was able to drop, I believe, 25 points, and uh, he's he's just looked great so far. They, they kept talking about how good he was in uh, his four previous starts. Three of which are wins and the one loss is to Boston, which was only by three. Um, which is another great thing about the win on Wednesday. They were able to bounce back just like the Flyers were. A tough loss against uh, Pittsburgh on Monday. Bounced back very next night. Um, able to pick up a win. Um, so it, lo- it looks like uh, the Philly teams have something in common for, uh, for this week, which is pretty cool. <coughs> uh, sorry, I have a little bit of a cough still, but <coughs> Tobias Harris is looking very, very, very nice. And as for the rest of the Sixers, everyone looked very, 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 very good. Um, Joel Embiid was, uh, I believe, as impressive as he should be. Um, he, he, he just seemed, uh, I don't know, he just seemed like he was, he was in charge of the whole game. 
I, I don't know how analytic that is, but it, it really just seemed like he would walk down the court and have an idea of what he's going to do. And the one thing that blew me away is, uh, I believe it was in the second quarter, but Joel Embiid uh, was going through the paint. I don't know all the terminology, but uh, had three guys around him, and instead of passing it away because he had no lanes to pass to, he uh, decides to throw the board up, the ball up against the backboard, receive his own pass, and go for a sweet little jam. Reminded me of NBA Street Volume 2. Uh, classic game. But uh, the, the thing that actually blew me away is after that, both of the commentators still don't know who they are, but still love them. Uh, they both kind of sat there and they were like, what, what a play. Way to have the wherewithal to be able to do that. That's such a big star move. And, you know, why don't teams do that anymore? And they both kind of sat there and were like, wait, but, yeah, why why don't they do that? Um, and it was just cool because I said on Twitter uh, to put it into, like, a an eSports kind of uh, terminology, have it be, like, changing the meta. There's something that could be part of the game that's really, really good, but no one really does it for some reason. So it's it's neat to see something like that happen where in the future that could be a play that happens a lot more. And it's all just a, a learned trait and uh, a bit of psychology that's, that's necessarily needed for, for a big-time player to do that, which obviously Joel Embiid is. Uh, considering the fact that he is going into the All-Star break uh, and going into the All-Star game, shame he's not going to be playing with Ben Simmons, who got traded. And the first time I heard that, I my heart kind of sank. I was like, what, the, the Sixers got rid of him? Why would they do that? Obviously, I know I uh, misheard something. Um... Other news related to the 76ers, I love Boban. Uh, he is awesome. He is a big, terrifying guy on the court. But every time he had the ball, uh, I was and I was watching, paying attention, it, it seemed like he just was able to put it away. He was able to do something with it, which was pretty cool. Um, TJ McConnell uh, really just looks like a child playing out there. Uh, and I know he's like a normal-sized dude, which is funny because I always forget that basketball players are gigantic. Um, the Sixers are going to be back, though, on February 21st. That is Thursday. They're going to be playing the Miami Heat, who are 26 and 30 as of right now. Um, you can watch that game on NBC Sports Philadelphia. I don't know why I'm plugging everything, but feel free to go ahead and watch that. And the last thing of the day that I wanted to talk about is the Philadelphia Fusion. They are going to be back tonight on Valentine's Day. Uh, if you're not aware of uh, what I'm talking about, I will tell you that the Philadelphia Fusion are the... Philadelphia esports team for Overwatch League. And I know a lot of people out there are going to be like, 
esports really they're just playing video games it's actually really 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 interesting i'm i'm not a big overwatch fan i didn't play it when you know it first came out i don't play it on my xbox but i do play video games <clears throat> so maybe i'm a bit biased but at the same time watching it and watching people get excited over it and listening to the commentators and understanding the plays and what's happening the more you watch it the more exciting it ends up being i feel like it's it's like wrestling in a way and i mean that just in the fact that like once you understand what's happening and once you get a feel for how things should be going then you're able to go like okay so they're able to get excited about this because of blah or they're able to do something like this because of this whatever um and it ends up getting a, a really sports kind of feel to it they uh they also just have a, a, a great team they have boombox poco sato fraggy carpe neptuno equo elk they this team is really good uh in terms of the the whole league and uh like i said at the beginning they are almost world champions they lost in the first ever world championship to the london spitfire i believe and they they just looked great um philadelphia fusion have been one of those teams that I kept hearing a lot about, even when I wasn't really following it, I kept seeing the fusion and hearing people talk about the fusion. And Poco did this. Carpe makes another play here. And, you know, again, I just, I kind of got sucked in. I wanted to see what all the hype was about. And it's there. It's honestly there. I will say, I'm a little bit biased. I do like esports, I do like sports in gaming. And so. I am going to start to, you know, try to cater to that just a little bit. Not more so than any other sports, but I do highly suggest you watching this. Just like I highly suggest you watch some wrestling. I, I plan on doing a wrestling podcast in the future. So if anyone is interested in that, please feel free to uh, stay tuned. Um... But as for the Fusion, I think it is a really fun sport uh, that a lot of people can get behind. And even if you don't know what's happening, it's really cool to just see people get excited. And if you, if you slowly start to understand the game, it's neat to see how these things can work out. Um, but like I said, they are going to be back tonight at 7 o'clock. Uh, and I believe they are playing again. On Sunday the 17th, which is going to be at 4.30, um, and I I can't wait. I'm so excited. Almost world champions. That means we can do it. That means this team is capable. We're looked at as contenders now. The Philadelphia Fusion. I got my hat on right now. I got my gaming pants on right now. I'm ready. I'm ready for this season, and I'm ready to see where it takes us. I didn't want to take too long on that one, uh, just in case people checked out. But if you did enjoy that, please let me know. If you're on YouTube, let me know in the comment section below. Leave a like, subscribe if you want. 
Um, and if you're listening to me on Google Play or uh, Apple Podcasts, thank you so much for the listens. Feel free to tweet at me any of your opinions. That's going to be at Dr. PhD, D-O-C-T-E-R-P-H-D. I'm going to be trying to live stream, I mean not live stream, uh, live uh, tweet most uh, sporting events throughout the uh, the year. Um, and that's going to include uh, most Monday and Tuesday nights are going to be Raw and SmackDown uh, respectively. But any big Flyers games, Sixers games, uh, if there is the Fusion playing or maybe the Wings... If there's Eagles news and Phillies news, like I know pitchers and catchers just reported, hooray, baseball is finally coming back, and I'm excited for this Phillies team. It's made some big trades, got some big names. This team that I thought was going to be really bad for a really long time is starting to look kind of good, but that's just my opinion. I really Really, really, really want to know what yours is. So please let me know. Tweet at me. Let me know where things are at. Um, and have a good one. Uh, I believe coming up for the rest of this week, uh, I'm going to be live tweeting the Fusion uh, match tonight. Tomorrow night, I believe. I Maybe I'll, I'll take the night off. I don't know. I'll find something to watch and I'll live tweet that. Then Thursday, I'm actually not going to be live tweeting the Flyers game. They are playing the uh, Detroit Red Wings. But I actually might be live tweeting the Wings game. So if you're going to the Wings game, I might see you down there. Feel free to say hi. Um, I, I don't know who would be. Uh, but I hope to see people there. That'd be really cool. Um, and then Sunday is Elimination Chamber for WWE, so if you're not a fan of wrestling, that one might not be for you, but I really hope you are. It's something to get invested in, and, uh, that's, like, what I wanted to talk about at the very end of this is, uh, I'm shopping around an idea for, uh, a WWE and wrestling-based podcast, um... And I, I hope people would be into it. Wrestling is something that I'm really, really, really fanatical about. And so I, I think it's something that I'll be able to talk about for a while. And it happens every week. So there's always something to talk about. And uh, I don't know. I, I hope you would enjoy it if you would listen to it. Please let me know if that's something you would like to listen to. Um... But that would probably end up being every Friday. I'm going to try to keep the orange line to every Thursday. And with all of that and this long, long outro, thank you very much. I hope you have a great day. Let's go Philadelphia.